Welcome and thank you for tuning in to the Tribe of Christians broadcast. I'm your host, founder and ministry leader, Brandon Dawson. Now I'm going to reveal to you probably one of the very biggest revelations that I have had, the real shocking truth behind all these excessive deaths that are occurring, its connection to biblical prophecy, and the parallels that link it all the way back to the times of the very first Jewish temple. Now, as most of you guys are probably already aware of what's occurring, there have been numerous publications and reports concerning this massive excessive debt tolls, which have been higher than the average reports in previous years predating the pandemic. Now, redacted with Clayton and Natalie Morris reports, the Centers for Disease Control has published information about excessive deaths since the pandemic, and they are grim. According to this data, Nearly 118,000 more people have died above the average deaths for the years pre-pandemic between 2015 and 2019. The years 2020 and 2021 saw big spikes in excessive deaths that continued into 2022. The data shows 7,600 more deaths this year alone in children and young adults but the trend does seem to be declining. Now, likewise, the UK, the amount of excessive deaths, uh, there is still approximately 7% and seems to be declining. Now, there is no official reason for this, but investigations are clearly needed. Now, if you guys will remember back to the beginning of this year in 2022, reports were coming out from major insurance executives and from all these different funeral homes that the death rates were extremely high, well above the normal averages, and it seems that this trend has been consistent ever since. Now, this article dates all the way back to January of 2022 when uh, they started noticing the trends, which says the insurance executives say that death rates among working age people are up by 40%. The article states, as COVID-19 deaths approached 19,000 in Indiana, the insurance industry has been processing claims at a record rate. Nationally, more than 824,000 people have died from the virus. We're seeing right now the highest death rates that we've ever seen in the history of this business, said Scott Davison, the CEO of One America's A100 Billion Life Insurance and Retirement Company headquartered in Indianapolis. Now, the data is consistent across every player in the business. Davison said that death rates among working-age people, those 18 to 64 years old, are up by 40% in the third and fourth quarters of 2021 over pre-pandemic levels. Now, just to give you an idea of how bad that this is, a three-sigma or 200-year catastrophe would be a 10% increase over pre-pandemic levels. Davison said, so 40% is just absolutely unheard of. He said the data shows COVID deaths are greatly understated among working age Americans. Davison said that One America expects to pay out more than $100 million in short and long-term disability claims due to the pandemic. Rather, it's long COVID or rather it's because people haven't been able to get the health care that they need because the hospitals are overrun. We're seeing those claims start to tick up as well, he said. Now it seems that almost every single day, a new headline has come out that a young celebrity or a young athlete of some sort has passed away unexpectedly. We're also seeing a major surge concerning the RSV virus among children this winter, and the flu virus is also very rampant this season. Now, according to the CDC and the consensus, is that 
these people say that they don't know what's causing all these sudden increase in the unexpected deaths, especially among younger mid-aged working people. And it appears that uh, it appears that this they're saying that this is uh, isn't just restricted to the United States, but is also impacting major parts of Europe as well. Now, there's a lot of theories out there as to what is occurring and why it is occurring. Most of these people speculate that it was due to inefficiencies in the medical and healthcare systems, uh, especially during the pandemic when people were not able to get sufficient medical care with most doctor's offices that were closed. Uh, some have also said that it was due to poor health diets and eating choices also during the pandemic. Now, there obviously needs to be a thorough and very honest investigation into what's going on here. But I believe there is absolutely, most certainly, a biblical and prophetic explanation for what is occurring. And it's a very shocking one, which dates all the way back to the era of when the very first Jim, uh, Jewish temple was destroyed. Now, in the book of Ezekiel, chapters 8 and 9, at the very height of Israel's idolatries, there were many sins that were being committed, not just in Israel as a whole, but also being committed in secret within the very walls and the confines of the temple itself. Ezekiel chapter 8, verses 6 and 9, the Lord says to Ezekiel, Son of man, do you see what they are doing? The utterly detestable things the Israelites are doing here, things that will drive me far from my sanctuary. But you will see things that are even more detestable. Then he brought me to the entrance to the court. I looked and I saw a hole in the wall. And he said to me, Son of man, now dig into the wall. So I dug into the wall and I saw a doorway there. And he said to me, Go in and see the wicked and detestable things they are doing here. So I went in and looked, and I saw portrayed all over the walls all kinds of crawling things and unclean animals and all the idols of Israel. Now what I want to show you, what I want you guys to pay very close attention, is what the Lord specifically says next in verse 12. The Lord also said, Son of man, have you seen what the elders of Israel are doing in the darkness, each at the shrine of his own idol? They say, the Lord does not see us. The Lord has forsaken the land. Again, he said, you will see them doing things that are even more detestable. Now, what happened here? What's going on was that the elders and the priests in the temple began to become complacent. They got really accustomed to the Lord's blessings and his provisions. And these were the uh, people who were placed in the absolute most highest authority over the land, including the temple. And over time... They began to become uh, influenced by the surrounding nations, and they began to treat the Lord with contempt. They began to doubt, and they began to curse the very name of the Lord God, just simply saying that He has forsaken the land, that He's forgotten Israel, that He no longer cared for them, and that the Lord's eyes were not upon Israel. He didn't see them or hear them, so they were free to do whatever that they wanted. Now, this is the very exact same language that is used and it's prophesied in Second Peter chapter 3 concerning the end times, right? Notice the very comparisons that Peter also describes what will be said and how people will conduct themselves concerning the very times that we live in right now. Take a look. Second Peter 3, 3-4, which says, Above all, you must understand that in the last days scoffers will come 
scoffing and following their own evil desires. They will say, where is this coming, he promised. Ever since our ancestors died, everything goes on as it has since the beginning of creation. Now, Proverbs 29:18 also tells us, where there is no vision or revelation of truth, the people cast off restraint or perish, but blessed is the one who keeps the law. And so this is absolutely true. Where doubt begins to rise, right? Where the people stop to speak the truth, they stop to speak and preach the absolute truth and the gospel message. And when the word of God ceases to be the law of the land, people live aimlessly. They live in doubt and therefore they begin to perish. And so if you go back to Ezekiel chapter 9, the very next chapter, God's response to the very recklessness and the idolatry things that were occurring. Watch what happens Next, Ezekiel chapter 9, verses 3 through 6, which says, Now the glory of the Lord God of Israel went up from above the cherubim, where it had been, and he moved to the threshold of the temple. Then the Lord God called to the man clothed in linen who had the writing kit at his side, and he said to him, Go throughout the city of Jerusalem and put a mark on the foreheads of those who grieve and lament over all the detestable things that are done in it. Now as I listened, he said to the others, Follow him throughout the city and kill, without showing pity or compassion. Slaughter the old men, the young men and the women, the mothers and children, but do not touch anyone who has the mark. Begin at my sanctuary. So they began with the old men who were in front of the temple. So this is also where we get the very, very exact context of 1 Peter 4.17 concerning the end times, which says, For it is time for judgment to begin with God's household. And if it begins with us, what will the outcome be for those who do not obey the gospel of God? Now we see the very same thing, a very similar context happening again uh, in the future concerning the end times, the seven-year tribulation period concerning the mark of the beasts. Revelation chapter 7-2, the Bible says, A mark or a seal of protection was placed upon 144,000 witnesses, which come from the 12 tribes of Israel before the judgment against the land and the people began to occur. Also, Revelation 13, verses 15-17, through 17, the Bible says that the beast will also have the authority to cause all who do not, or all who did not worship the Lord, great and small, rich and poor, to also receive marks on their hands and foreheads concerning the mark of the beast. This is also the very same exact context for which we get the Exodus events of where the Jewish people marked their doorposts with the land's blood so that the angel of death would not enter in their households, while those who did not have the land's blood saw their firstborns killed along with the firstborn of all the livestock throughout the land. So we have this instance of two markings that are happening. They're occurring at the very same exact time. Okay, One are those who are obedient to the Lord, who are lamenting over the sins that are being done, and the other mark is given to those who are committing those sins. To the people, the ones who say that the Lord God has forsaken the people on the land, or the ones who say that God doesn't exist, or pay attention, or even listen. So a marking occurs first which is a separation or a distinguishment between two different sets of people. Once that is done, then a judgment is executed afterwards. Now, although I don't believe that this is fully exactly what is occurring concerning the end times, 
the seven-year tribulation period. I do, however, believe that what is occurring is most certainly a prophetic parallel, a foreshadowing of what is going to occur in the future. So now, you guys may be asking yourselves, okay, I get that, all right, but what does this have to do with today and what's happening with all of these deaths? Now, take a look at this incredible, just profound revelation, just absolutely profound. Last year, Monday, September 6th through Wednesday, September 8th, right? Last year on the Hebrew-Jewish New Year, Rosh Hashanah, it was the Jewish-Hebrew year 5782, representing the year for 2022. Now, pay attention to this. The letter or the number 2 in the Hebrew alphabet is the letter Bet. And in the Hebrew, the letter Bet literally means house. And it is symbolized also through the pictograph. Now, the 22nd Hebrew alphabet letter, okay, as in the year 2022, also being the very last letter in the Hebrew alphabet, is the letter Tav. The letter Tav in the original Hebrew has a pictograph, which literally resembles a cross or an X, and in the, in the Hebrew meaning of this word means to mark. Now, also, the number 80 in the Hebrew representing 5780 for 2020 or for the 2020 decade series for these 10 years is the Hebrew letter pay, which also means mouth. Now, I actually did a very, uh, very thorough teaching on this for that Jewish New Year, which I called the year of Tav Bet. So if you want to read more about that, I'm going to include the link in the About section for you guys to check out later. Now, this year, it gets even better. June 21st. I published the prophetic teaching for this Hebrew-Jewish New Year that just recently occurred this past September for the Jewish New Year 5783, which represents the year 2023. Now, the letter or the number in the Hebrew for the number three is the letter Gemel. What does that letter word mean? Well, the Hebrew root word for that letter literally means retribution payback in the commencing or a giving of a reward or a punishment. Now, if you've not watched that teaching yet, I'll also include the link in the about section for that as well. So first, okay, there's a, again, there's this act of marking which takes place. There are two different marks that are occurring at the same time, all right? Uh, one for the, is the seal of protection for those who obey the law, and the other is for those who do not, for the scoffers, the doubters, the idolatries, and so forth. Then, after that's done, then you have the act of judgment, which comes afterwards. First comes the mark, then comes the execution of the judgment. Year 5782, the year of Tav Bet, in which the markings that begins in God's household occurs. Now, what happened at the beginning of that year, beginning of 2022? Many households were put to the test of these mandates with the passports, with the lockdowns, etc. Many people had to make a choice, right? The churches were specifically targeted, churches, Christians, and pastors. Many of them gave, uh, were given ultimatums, and they were forced to choose between going to prison or closing their doors. Again, God's judgment begins first in his household. Now, was any of that a coincidence? Most of our leaders told us that none of these things had anything to do with God or the Bible. None of it had anything to do with prophecy. And anyone who had anything else otherwise to say about it, they were deemed conspiracy theorists. They were called terrorists. 
They were called negligent in anything else in the book. Even doctors, they lost their medical licenses over this. Lawyers lost their certifications. Many people were also completely shut off of their social media accounts over this. Now, I've got an audio clip that I want to go ahead and play for you guys. Take a listen. Some of you guys may remember this. The amount of people hospitalized are at a record high. The amount of people in the ICU are at a record high. We just crossed over into 10,000 deaths in New York. What makes you feel so confident that the worst is over? I'm not confident that the worst is over. I said, if you look at the numbers, 18,000, 18,000, 18,000, 18,000, 18,000, the numbers suggest a plateauing, slight increase, but a plateauing, which is what the experts have talked about. That's what the numbers say. Uh, I also say, whatever those numbers say is a direct result of what we do. I've said, if we do something stupid, you will see those numbers go right back up tomorrow. Period. The worst can be over, and it is over, unless we do something reckless. And you can turn those numbers on two or three days of reckless behavior. It's like being on a diet, right? You get on the scale every morning. Uh, I lost five pounds. I lost five pounds. I've lost five pounds. Oh, you're declaring that you have lost five pounds forever. No. I lose self-discipline today, and I go home, and I eat eat like a horse, and I'll get on that scale. It's going to give me a different number tomorrow. It is directly a result of what you do today. The number is down because we brought the number down. God did not do that. Fate did not do that. Destiny did not do that. A lot of pain and suffering did Now, I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a scientist. I'm not an expert, and although we do not have a definitive reason, according to these experts, as to what is really causing all these sudden deaths, but as I have always clearly stated on this broadcast, there are no such thing as a coincidence with God. There are no coincidences with the Bible. There are no coincidences in biblical prophecy. You don't have to be an expert to see what is happening, to understand what's really going on here and what it all means. Now, I believe that this is only, just only, the very beginning. We're only about two months into the Jewish New Year for 5783, year retribution, and already the signs are coming in. Now, as the body of Christ, the church, it's going to be up to us to get the truth out there, right? To preach the full truth about sin and idolatry, to preach the truth about Jesus and the gospel message, because Jesus is ultimately our ultimate hope and redemption and healing. By his stripes, we are healed. Because of his death on the cross, we are forgiven if we truly believe in him in our lives uh, and live our lives according to his word. Now, remember, the Bible says, again, that without that message, right, without the revelation of truth being preached, the people live aimlessly. They live without purpose, and therefore they perish. Now, it is never hopeless, regardless of whatever aisle that you have stood on, regardless of your past. We have a very real, true hope in our most dire time of need, who is Jesus. The Bible tells us that the Lord is a rewarder of those who diligently seek Him. 
that the Lord God is faithful to carry out justice, then he is also faithful to carry out mercy, blessings, and diligently rewards those who have sought him. Now our hope is not only in his justice and not only in his forgiveness and salvation of Jesus, but our hope is also in his very kindness and goodness, and he truly is a good father. Now, guys, that's going to conclude this broadcast episode. Please don't forget to subscribe to receive future updates on more great teachings just like this one. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to get in touch with me or leave a comment below. As always, keep running a race. Keep fighting the good fight of faith. Stay encouraged. Do not lose hope and never give up.